Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Rome Floyd Chamber Small Business Spotlight. This is Rome Business Radio, and we are broadcasting from the Hardy Realty Studio inside the Manus Business Center, located at the corner of Broad Street and Turner McCall Boulevard in downtown Rome, Georgia. And we work in cooperation with the Rome News Tribune. I'm Roger Manus with Rome Business Radio. And I'm Thomas Kissel with the Rome Floyd Chamber. Good morning, Roger. Good morning, Thomas. How are things at the chamber? Um, fabulous, fabulous. Uh, we, we got a little transition going on. Jeannie Krieger is yeah, leaving. Yeah, yeah, Jeannie uh, Krieger is leaving. And I, I, I guess I can tell you she wants to focus more on family life. She's becoming a grandmother. So congratulations, Jeannie. Um, so um, lots of things happening, you know. Yeah. Uh, never a dull moment at the chamber. And she's been incredibly busy for the last couple of years since oh, yeah. she took over. You guys have grown. It's been fantastic. So we wish her the best um, and thank her for everything that she's done for the chamber and this show and and um, just business in, in Roman Floyd County. Absolutely. There's some gigantic shoes to fill. I'm telling you that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, all right. Down to business. Uh, would you mind introducing our guests here on the Roman Floyd Chamber? Small Absolutely. Business Today we have Shannon Kennedy Newby, and she is currently the president of the Junior Service no. I'm the chair of the poinsettias. She's the chair of the poinsettias. I'm sorry. The chair of the, the president is too big of a role for me this week. <laughs> are, are Maybe you, next are, year. Are, are you in the line of succession? No. <laughs> no, thank you. There, there's, there's no constitution. But we're talking uh, Junior Service League and the po- upcoming poinsettia sale. Hi, Shannon. How are you? Hi. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Uh, well, thanks for being here. So uh, I know first and foremost, uh, th- we've got to get this off the table. Is it pronounced poinsettia or poinsettia? <laughs> I feel like as the chair this year, I should take a poll. Maybe we could do like an Instagram poll or something because how about 50% of the membership says poinsettia, myself included, and then about 50% says poinsettia. And I just, I don't know the answer. I think whatever it is, I would be glad to sell you one. Yeah, well, it's spelled poinsettia, but I probably say poinsettia myself. It's irrelevant. Um, but tell us about the fundraiser, what's going on, how, what can people do to get involved and things like that. Just give us the broad overview. So this is a huge part of the, the initiatives for Junior Service League. One of the biggest things that we do is called League for Learning. So our poinsettia sale enables us to purchase enough plants or enough school, sorry, the plants allow us to purchase enough school supplies to provide everything that students in the Floyd County schools and the Rome City schools need. Last year, our sale allowed us to purchase supplies for about 2,400 students. Wow. So we um, were careful with our money. So we typically do our shopping for the school supplies at the end of the year or at the end of the season when they're going on discount sales. So the person that's in charge carefully watches. When everybody else has purchased their school supplies, we swoop in and get all the deals so that our money will go as far as possible and then sort through all of the supplies, get them ready and deliver them. Every We do it a year in advance, right? So we purchase the supplies for next year at the end of the sale this year and we will deliver them personally. The, the members of Junior Service League deliver them to all the schools. So school supplies, what are we talking? We're yeah, talking everything. Yeah. So we work with counselors and teachers at the, every school asking them what their needs are. Because they change from year to year, right? Sometimes more paper, sometimes more markers, things like that, all the grade levels. And then we do everything that we can to meet those needs. So we're talking binders, notebook paper, um, pencils, crayons for younger grades, rulers, folders, whatever they've... And, and, you know, schools, if you have anyone that has kids knows that schools can be kind of specific. They need this much. They need college-rolled paper or these type of dry erase markers. And so we do everything that we can to meet those needs. 
Um, yeah, I just had a flashback of uh, needing to be really cool back in elementary school and had to have a trapper keeper. Do they even have trapper keepers anymore? I don't know. I digress. I think uh, that they do. I think that we try to keep it as neutral as yeah, possible I, I, so that everybody can find something they like. Sure. Um, so this this is filling in gaps where they're, they're absolutely needed. Absolutely. Um, okay. So you, you monetize this. You're able to purchase this by the sale of poinsettias for the holiday. I just said poinsettia. Now I'm, now I'm, now I'm self. Conscious thinking about it. I think it should it. be equal opportunity <laughs> pronunciation. I'm, I'm self conscious about it. So you fund this through the sale of poinsettias for the hot, holiday mm-hmm. season. Okay, so just give us a history of this. How did this start? How did this come about? What made you? What made the organization think this would be a great fundraiser? Initially, Junior Service League did a lot of things in the school with um, audio testing, like went testing children's hearing. And things like that. So we have always had a role with school children. The plant sale itself has grown exponentially. In fact, last year during COVID-19, we had the biggest amount of money raised that we've had since 2012. So we have been growing this sale. Um, Every plant that you purchase is basically one child's worth of school supplies. So it's pretty significant. I had the opportunity to deliver them myself a couple times to the teachers. And, you know, I I think of... um, teachers and school counselors as pretty um, stoic, pretty strong individuals. And I have seen these people tear up because they are able to recognize that any student, any child that comes to them with the insecurity that I might not have what I need, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do my work or have what I need for class, that teacher knows that they, because of what we do, they're able to meet that child's need. Well, and that's fantastic. We also know through the course of time, teachers go into their own pocket a lot. Absolutely. And uh, this 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 helps with that because that should not be happening, but it does. Um, so, okay, so poinsettias, perfect timing, holiday season. Yeah. So, so like um, if somebody wants to purchase one, how does, how does this work? The easiest way to do it is to just go to juniorserviceleagueofrome.com, right? There's a link you can order online. Fill in everything that you need. You can use a credit. It takes you to a link. You can use a credit card. If you happen to know somebody that's in league or you want to reach out via email to anybody like that, anybody that's in junior service league is happy to take your check, to come to your business, to let you mail it to us. We are trying everything that we can to make this successful. And and what do they cost? The most inexpensive plant is $11. The six-inch plant is $11. We have an eight-inch that is $17 and a 10-inch that's 22 Okay, and Thomas, you were telling me before we started here about the quality. Uh, just if you could talk a little bit about that, and, and I'll get her to chime in as well. But um, some plants don't last very long. Exactly, <laughs> and you know, I I have to tell uh, our listeners, I'm I'm a happy customer for the past, I think, three years. Um, first of all, you know, uh, the whole idea is great, so um, I want to support that. But the quality of the plants are just outstanding. So you wouldn't find that in any any hardware store uh, around or, uh, you know, a supermarket. Um, They last. So I have at home uh, three or four plants that are still grow. They don't really bloom anymore, but they grow. They they look nice. Um, And I I keep watering, so no worries there. (laughs) You still need to buy new ones. Right, exactly. (laughs) I have to maybe change colors, so uh, we have a have a nice variety there, and you know it's always a a nice gift for the in laws. So um, you know, get some some brownie points there, but uh, excellent quality, and you know, uh, several different colors to choose from, and uh, we love it. Yeah, where do you get them? So this is a fun fact: the only person or the only entity that purchases more plants from our grower than us is Walt Disney World. So they are. 
high quality. I have personally picked up the plants myself from the grower. I can't tell you exactly where it is. Uh, an undisclosed location. <laughs> That's true, actually, and a carefully guarded. But carefully guarded secret, an undisclosed location. Ex- they are exquisite. I mean, yeah. they really are beautiful. I'm a farmer myself. I understand that what it takes to develop something like this. And unfortunately, my husband also keeps them alive, and I say, you're still going to need to buy new ones this year. We offer red, ivory, and pink, so you can mix and match the colors. But they really are absolutely beautiful. The they are unmatched by anything that you're going to find somewhere else. But more than that, a plant that you purchase from us directly affects your community. Yep. And well, it's, and it's synonymous with the season. Um, I'm sure I could Google and find out why that is. I've just, they've always been synonymous with the season. Do we know why? Or, uh, I feel like I should know that. Yeah, I feel like I should know that too. But, um, so, um, what are the details of the dates? When, when is, when can, can people be ordering now and, the deadline to order is next Friday, November 5th. Okay. Okay. We will deliver the plants. We will have the plants here at the Coosa Valley Fairgrounds on December 4th and 5th. Wait, let me make sure. December 3rd and 4th. So Friday the 3rd and Saturday the 4th. To pick up. So, well, they're available to pick up there, but if you order more than $150, they automatically will be delivered to you. But I know that on behalf of myself and for most of the members of Junior Service League, we all of us are very passionate about the, the success of the sale. And so most of the time, if you have um, a junior service league representative who's taking care of your order for you, we'll deliver. Anyone that orders for me, even if it's one plant, I'll bring it to their house. Okay. Um, let's go big picture here on junior service league in general. This is, this is just one thing, and it's, it's the most important pressing thing. But give me the big broad scope of junior service league of Rome. It's a, it's a women's organization. And you you kind of dabble in a lot of things. I think dabble, <laughs> dabble is the cover wrong it. dabble is the wrong word, and I apologize. <laughs> That's okay. You're heavily involved in a lot of things to to serve the community. We really are. Um, every, the women that are in Junior Service League are um, dynamic and involved and passionate people. This all of the things that we do take a great deal of time and effort, but it's a voluntary organization. So if you are volunteering your time then you understand that the commitment here is significant. So we do, do things that support the YMCA, um, Hospitality House, Open Door Children's Home, um, Brighter Birthdays. Um, I'm trying to think. I'm, I'm leaving out a bunch. But sure. we, the main um, sort of soundbite of Junior Service League is that we support the women and children of Rome and Flood County. And that's a, that's pretty significant to me. That's and and significant. it's women that have access to resources or have um, – strengths and values to share, giving their time to bring up other women and children. Right. Thomas, you look like you had something on your mind. Great organization. And I think it's lots of history there too, right? Goes back until uh, 30, in the 30s, I think. I think so as well, yeah, from, yeah. From, a, from my quick yeah. Google earlier. And uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a great group of people. And I've you know been working with them for the past three or four years. And um you know, they are well connected uh, in the community and um, great folks. How did you get involved? Um, I was first asked to join Junior Service League in 2017, which happened to be the year that we planted about 1,500 grapevines at my vineyard. And I had been standing out in the field looking at this tremendous undertaking that we had begun. And I thought to myself, we're not going anywhere. <laughs> I'm not from Rome, and I really love living here, but I'm not sure that I had really considered that I was going to live here forever. But we quite literally put down roots. And so I started thinking that if I'm going to do this to cultivate the life coming out of the earth, that I'm also 
wanting to cultivate the life in the community where I live, to be involved in some way to make it better, to be a part of things, to not just talk to, to not just interact in the world, but to see people, to talk to people, to participate in the life that I'm living. And it seemed like such a perfect fit to jump in with. And the women that are in Junior Service League are so inspiring. These are strong, powerful, interesting, intelligent women. And so they are doing everything that they can think of to try to make life better for the people that they share their life with. How many women are in Junior Service League of Rome? Around 60. Okay. And then we those are active members. Then there are also um, what we call sustainers, which are members that had been active in Junior Service League. You're active for five years. And then you can choose to sustain if you wish, which means that you still pay some dues and you participate in some events and remain connected, sometimes in like maybe a mentorship role. And I found that to be true even with active members. Women teaching each other, you know, this worked for me. This was something I learned while I was doing this or just being a good role model for each other. You mentioned you weren't from Rome. Where are you from? I'm originally from Michigan. And you came here how, why? <laughs> Michigan in February <laughs> is part of it. Michigan's amazing in the summer, but the winter is long and it is very dark. So I moved to Georgia to go to college and I really liked it. I enjoyed the climate. I enjoyed, I lived in Atlanta and I really liked the vibrancy of the city at that time. Moved away for a while. And when I decided to come back to the States, Atlanta and Georgia seemed like the place to be. I love Rome. Yeah. It's awesome, isn't it? <laughs> it really is. It's, um, you know, I love having access to the rivers and all of the hiking and nature trails. Um, it's a very dynamic city. I remember visiting here maybe 10 or 12 years ago before we lived here. And it's developed and uh, changed and progressed in so many positive ways in that period of time that I'm really happy to be a part of that. Now, how would one of our listeners, there's a woman out there listening that wants to become involved in, what does she need to do? She can just send an email, right? Just go straight to the website, Junior Service League of Rome, and there's a contact us. And just say, I'm interested in joining. And so someone will reach out. We do um, uh, like a new membership sort of um, beginning events in the spring and in the fall. And so anybody that's interested, all you need to do is talk to somebody that's in league. They can sponsor you, put you in touch with other people, give you more information. We are always hoping to grow our membership a little bit. So it's it's, uh, it's part of its networking, but somebody can just reach out cold. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I happened someone asked me about it, and I'm glad they did because I wasn't from Rome and I wasn't familiar with this organization at all. And so I was really, um, I, I don't think that they realized at the time, and I know I didn't realize at the time what a gift it would be to me, but you could just reach out cold and we can get to know you. What uh, other fundraisers do you guys do year round? We got the poinsettia thing going on, but uh, I, I, like I said, a quick glance around your website, Follies. Mm -hmm. yeah. what, what else do you do? I would love to talk about that. So typically poinsettias is an every year thing, right? We right. need to do the school supplies and take care of this funding every single year. And then in the spring, we have a, an every other year, right? So this year is a Follies year. So we put on Follies. Maybe you've seen it. I feel like you might have seen Thomas in Follies the last time in a grass skirt and a coconut dancing across the <laughs> Again, they, they are, you know, you as a male, you can get, can, uh, you know, involved with the uh, Junior Service League. Um, oh, for I, sure. Ask my husband. He's yeah, more involved than they, he planned to be, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, and, uh, you know, they're very persistent in, in the things, you know, <laughs> they make you do. For instance, uh, wearing uh, coconut bras on stage at the city auditorium in front of a thousand people. So, um, but it's fun. Hey, what was the purpose of the coconut bra on stage? Uh, we were in the was Little it Mermaid. It was a Little Mermaid dance number, I think. I think I had to swim across. <laughs> and, and what role did you play, Thomas? I was a coconut girl. I, he was eye candy. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't mean to laugh at eye candy. <laughs> sorry, Thomas. 
Uh, so did you have fun, Thomas? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and and so so Follies is another uh, fundraiser for us, but it also is a way for us to connect to the community in a different way. So talking about other people getting involved when we do Follies is a stage show, so members of league are in it, but also members of the community can participate and audition. But we'll find a spot for you if you really want to be in it. We'll find you a spot. And so they can participate, and it's a sh- usually a two-night show as a fundraiser for the community. We have other people sponsor it and help us to pay for it. It's a, it's a pretty solid production. I think if you go a, down a deep dive on YouTube, you might be able to find last year's. <laughs> well, maybe it's not such a deep dive. Just, you know, Thomas Kids like Coconut Bra. I don't I'm not <laughs> sure that he was actually in the, like, marquee villain. Uh, yeah, okay. Well, so, so Junior Service League of Rome Follies, some, mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah, and then, um, so on the years that we're not having Follies, we've typically done a, a garden tour. Okay. So this past year, we uh, changed course a little bit and added a taste element. Right, we were trying to last year. We had to get very creative, trying to work through mm-hmm. a constantly changing landscape of a pandemic and trying to figure out, knowing that the community needed our support more than ever, but also having to find more creative ways to do that last year. And so we added a taste element. So in term, in, along with the um, local people who offer their gardens, you know, typically people with beautiful landscaping or a gorgeous rose garden or things like that will allow people from the community to come and tour their space. We'll have master gardeners come talk about the plants and things like that. And then this past year, we also partnered with local restaurants and businesses to offer a small taste bite for the people that were coming to the tour. So they could, you could do one or the other, you could do both. And you were able to stop at, um, have a small taste of wine at my tasting room or a little bite to eat at Harvest Moon or some other place along Broad Street. So all of it was like the between the rivers and the Broad Street area. So you could, you could walk it if you wanted to. And um, that's our sort of springtime fundraiser. It was very successful adding the taste element. I think that it sort of reinvigorated something that we've done for a long time. Garden tour is um, really a neat experience, but adding that second layer brought in a lot more um, revenue and participation from the community. And it was outside. So people felt comfortable doing that. So uh, Follies is not an every year thing. It's every other year. Every other year. And so this year is your chance. Uh, no, don't look at me. Thomas is your star. Uh, but, but maybe we some, are persistent. Maybe some of our listeners will want to get involved. And it, it, it rotates? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so Poinsettias is every year. And then the springtime fundraiser changes every other year. Okay. Any, are there any other fundraisers? that? Those are our two main ones. Okay. Um, we do a lot of different membership drives. And so every month we have a general meeting. And so members will bring something to that to get, we'll find a need in the community. For example, um, we gathered, we found out what um, open door home needed. And for our last meeting, we brought supplies, all the things that they had asked for, they need that they needed for their kids and things like that. Or we've done um, a diaper drive or supplies for the YMCA or things like that. So we really do actively look for a need in the community and try to meet it, right? This is not um, sort of a black hole of fundraising and giving. We find some of our members directly work with the community members. Like I, for example, work with Brighter Birthdays. And so we find out what do they need? And then we try to gather those things so that we specifically meet needs. Yeah, we've had brighter birthdays on Rome Business Radio before. Um, fantastic organization. Really is. Yeah. Um, so much good things going on in Rome all the time. Um, how many people – you're you're the head of the poinsettia thing for Junior yeah. Is but how many people on the are helping you? <laughs> <laughs> so I – 
Poinsettias is really dear to me. This is what made me want to get involved in Junior Service League was the school supplies. And the woman that was in charge of it when it was my first year in league was so inspirational to me that I begged her to please stay on as my co-chair this year. And that's um, Sonia Blankenship. So she is helping me. Then I have um, a couple other people that handle the very scary Excel spreadsheet part of things (laughs) that is incredibly important, but also a very specific skill set that... I am not confident in my ability with. So we have, and then it's the membership, right? It's the membership of league because it's not just saying, well, I have to sell my minimum amount of plants. It's saying I'll, I'll deliver even if it's one plant, if somebody wants to purchase it, because a little bit at a time adds up, you know, it's having that belief that this can be successful. Well, and any, any endeavor like this also, you know, you got to do marketing. I mean, there's word of mouth because it's been around for a while, but so you do a podcast to help get the word out. But I mean, what else are you having? Are you doing radio interviews and, and, uh-huh, yep. and, and um, social media? What else do you do to market this? Yes. <laughs> yes. In fact, um, I think we are flooding everyone's social media right now because the deadline is next Friday. Yeah. And so it's personal relationships, reaching out to someone and saying, you know, gosh, I saw that you ordered plants last year. And if you would like, I'd be glad to take care of your order this year. Can I offer you free delivery? I'll bring them to you. Do you need more than you had last year? Um, Anything that you can do that way. Uh, We have been on, um, Elizabeth Davis had us on her radio show. Right. Uh, We have um, done everything that we can to try to get that moving. Well, and just, you know, you guys are so connected in the community, just the the power of your brand. That's what I mean Um, is these are some dynamic people that are in this organization. Someone said to me the other day, if you're trying to get something done, ask the busiest person you know. And to me, that embodies Junior Service League because these are busy people. These are involved, dynamic women. And somehow managing to carve out those skills and find the time for something like this. Okay, and so the deadline is to to order is next deadline Friday. Deadline to order is Friday, November fifth. Okay, if, if you go to JuniorServiceLeagueOfRome dot com, there's a link that'll take you right there. You can um, do all of your order completely online, or if you want to, there's also a for- order form, and I would you can email me, and I will be happy to come and pick it up. <laughs> I will do whatever I can to make this successful. Okay, and and are there any other final thoughts you wanted to share with our audience about the 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 organization or this particular uh, this particular fundraiser? I just wanted to remind everybody that the six inch plants are $11. The eight inch plants are 17 and the 10 inch are 22. They are beautiful. They are available at the Coosa fairgrounds on December 3rd and 4th. Um, we have a limited number of like on site plants that you can purchase on that day. It's very limited. So if you, we, we don't order. do a lot of extraneous ordering because we don't want to spend money that we aren't going to be able to get back for the school supplies. So reach out to anybody that you know that's in Junior Service League. I, I cannot imagine that any person's newsfeed does not have a poinsettia ad in it because we are all trying very hard to make this successful and we're really close to the deadline. Oh, yeah, well, the, yeah, the point here is if you want one or five or ten, pre-order. Absolutely. Pre-order. So um, to, to help with the cash flow and let, so that the money goes to the right place. Because yes. you guys aren't overextending yourselves, ordering a bunch of inventory so people can drive up. the. We're oh, not. Yeah. And the plants that you purchase other places don't have any impact on the place that you live. If you give up my, one of my favorite things to do with the poinsettias is to purchase a couple extras as hostess gifts. As, I gave them as teacher gifts one year to all of my kids' teachers. It's an easy Smart. thing to do. And anybody that you give one of these plants to that lives in Rome knows that your plant, that what that gift is not just a plant. It's not just a hostess gift. It's not just a bottle of wine. It's this 
connection to the community that we all live in and that you are a person that wants to support that. Well, it's funny you mentioned that as I'm sitting here thinking, it's not just about people needing them for themselves or their own family. They are great gifts they are for, wonderful for, for, gifts. The, for that person that you, uh, that, that person or, you know, your mailman. Give it, give and it your, to the coach. <laughs> yeah, give it to your yeah. kid's piano teacher. Give it to Great the, corporate gifts as well. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, uh, just treat your customers and, you know, have them enjoy those plants too. And that's the beauty of, the, of it too. You get those plants like uh, beginning of December mm-hmm. and you go through the whole season, uh, lasts longer than the Christmas tree. So, I'm so uh, glad you brought that up. That's what my husband does is he purchases them for his clients and then he spends the next week or so driving around to give them the plants and takes that moment to say, you know, Mary, it's not a jar of jam. It's not a impersonal thing. It's, hey, here's this beautiful thing. And by the way, it impacts this community and it's taking care of the children. And you have a story to tell as well, you know, it's, and it's not just the Walt Disney story, which, which, which I love, you know, but the impact of it, you know, uh, and uh, it's just incredible. Uh, yeah, if you're if, if you're the number if you're the number two purchaser behind the Walt Disney Company, uh, this is a great event, and and we know it's quality. It is. Uh, it's got that that Disney magic attached to it. Um, so, final thoughts. Uh, your your website again. So how can people follow you on social media? Maybe your Facebook things like that. Yep. So, JuniorServiceLeagueOfRome dot com is where you can order the plants. Uh, we will update that as we get closer to Follies, so that you can participate in that. If you have interest in sponsorship or participation, we'd love to have you be a part of any of those things. Um, JSL Rome is on Facebook. We're on Instagram. Please do follow us. We have um, as our membership continues to grow and we maintain enough younger people that are really good at social media. Um, a lot of that has gotten really good. We have some great um, imagery and a lot of just really um, relevant and immediate information going out on there. So please do look for us. Yeah. The, the uh, TikTok generation that has, I mean, I'm Facebook cause I'm old, uh, but uh, there's a, there's a generation that has followed us with Snapchat and TikTok and things like that, that I don't even know what it is, but Whatever works, right? Get Absolutely. the word out. Get the word out. I have one more question. What what what's the plant care to take care of those plants to make them last? Uh, is live, it indoors, outdoors? Is it below they freezing will not, point? They will not survive in the cold outside. So once during this time of year, especially, it's really gotten chilly, and so this time of year, I would keep them inside. Once it's warmed up again and consistently stays warm, they're fine outside. They are pretty easy to take care of. Water them once a week. You know, let the water drain off. They. Are happy. Um, I feel like I should also point out that I did research this one year. A lot of people say I can't have a poinsettia because I have a cat. Cats, um, the amount of poinsettia that a cat would have to eat for it to be poisonous to the cat is like more poinsettias than a cat could consume. So they are they are safe. We have plants in the house. I have a cat who does. She likes to eat my orchids, but I have. She's fine. So they are actual. I did lengthy research on animal safety, and they are fine. Wow, I didn't even. I was not even aware of that. So. Uh, we've we've answered a lot of questions about poinsettias today, but we haven't answered how to pronounce poinsettia or poinsettia. <laughs> well, you can come <laughs> to, on to each to, his own. <laughs> yeah, you can come on to our social media and debate that. Please do. <laughs> <laughs> There's probably an official pronunci- pronu- pronunciation somewhere. Now I can't say pronunciation. Oh, time to wrap this up, Thomas. Well, thank you so much, Shannon, for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. This has been great. You've been listening to Rome Business Radio as we broadcast from the Hardy Realty Studio. This has been the Rome Floyd Chamber Spotlight, and we work in cooperation with the Rome News Tribune. Thanks for listening.